0: You've just heard the song Iron Sky by Paolo Natini from the album Cosmic Love. You are currently listening to Refugee Radio on 3CR 855 on your AM dial, 3CR Digital and www.3cr.org.au. Now, we are going to play an interview with Sister Patricia Fox, who was a Catholic missionary working in the Philippines for 27 years and was deported back in Australia by the Philippine government back in November last year for allegedly being involved with political activities. In a recent human rights conference in Sydney, Sister Pat said that the Australian mining company activities should be looked at because their projects are displacing indigenous peoples. Heavy militarization, especially in mining areas, provide access to big mining companies. In this interview, we asked Sister Pat why it is important to talk about internally displaced peoples and its connection to the refugee movement as a whole. Um, Hello, Sister Pat. Thank you for talking to us today on Refugee Radio. Um, Firstly, can you tell us a little bit about yourself Um, um, and how you ended up in the Philippines?
1: (laughs) Hello. Well... It was a long story and it was really because I met years ago in the 70s and I was in Israel (laughs) and I met a Filipina sister and it was the time of Marcos Mm -hmm. and she was just wanting to be with her people on the streets, you know, because of the the demonstrations and what was going on, Mm -hmm. and at that stage I was looking at liberation theology and wondering what exactly it was, and I thought she was one who taught me what it meant, liberation theology, to really be with the people who were struggling, and that started my interest in the Philippines, and so when I came back to Australia, I joined the Philippine-Australian Solidarity Group, and then eventually our congregation decided to go to the Philippines, Mm -hmm. and I volunteered, so... Mm. So I had a long interest in struggles of the in the Philippines. Mm. Mm,
0: okay. Um. And how long did you stay there for? I was
1: there for 28 years. Oh. I went in 1990,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I was thrown out <laughs> last year. So, <laughs> so 28 yeah. years. Yeah.
0: Okay. And um, you worked with internally displaced people in the Philippines. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I most of the time in the Philippines, I was working with um, peasant groups, peasant farmer groups, and then more lately with the agricultural workers. Now, the land grabbing that's going on there basically means that the farmers aren't on their land, and that's one of their big struggles, to go back onto the land, and, mm-hmm. and now they've got this Bunkalan program, a uh, planting program, where they're trying to get back onto the Planta- um, land of the plantations because virtually it was taken off them. The other one was the, the tribal people because of uh, the policy of the government to encourage plantations, expansion of plantations and I think there's one million more hectares and encouraging mining. And of course mining and plantations are often on the tribal, the ancestral lands of the tribal people. Mm -hmm. And so they are being, through militarization, through harassment, through killings, through Mm -hmm. uh, bombings, uh, food blockades, they're progressively being driven out of their land and and some are coming out of their land to to say, this is what's happening and we want to go back to their land. So there's quite a number of refugees, especially indigenous peoples now
0: in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Um, so those were the difficulties mm. um, um, encountered by the um, internally displaced people. Um, do you think they'd be able to come back and live on their yeah. land? Because I
1: mean, part of their difficulties now. I met some who were mm. who had just when I was on the fact-finding who had just come down and they'd walked mm. far and they were living on. An area where the farmers, because of their collective efforts, had managed to go back onto the land. It was La Banana Plantation. So they were staying there at that stage of the peace. But, I mean, and there's another group who I've visited several times in Haran, in um, Davao, Mm -hmm. staying on a UCCP, United Church of Christ property. And they have, I mean, they've got problems of water, food... Mm-hmm. You know, because they've got no livelihood, the young children save our schools are the ones that are mm-hmm. really becoming very confident in speaking out about their rights, mm-hmm. their demand for education,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I think if enough people join with them mm-hmm. and start saying, "Hey, they have to be allowed to go back to," the, you know, they have to be allowed to go back to their ancestral lands with. They, where their whole life, their culture, their, mm-hmm. their um, way of being is, it, it, I think it'll happen. But, I mean, the problem is you have countries like Australia mm-hmm. who are training the military in the Philippines, giving them money down there in Mindanao. Mm-hmm. And what are the military doing? Training paramilitary who are causing this internal displacement. So mm-hmm. I think it needs to be... A, an effort of solidarity, too, you know, that the, mm-hmm. the countries like Australia shouldn't be giving military aid to a country where the President says he doesn't believe in human rights. Mm-hmm. Because and, and So I think with the um, organised struggles of the people inside the country and with solidarity outside, I think mm-hmm. eventually they'll go back. Mm.
0: Okay. Um, you mentioned fact-finding, um, Sister Pat. Um... I just wanted you to maybe explain what um, fact finding might be to our listeners.
1: Okay. It's um, usually when there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. abuses of, of rights, mm-hmm. and particularly what happened re- recently is with martial law, which has just been extended. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. heard, because I. Um, There's a lot of organizations in the Philippines and national organizations that work together that are like peasant organizations, fisher folk, tribal, religious, Mm -hmm. academic. And we've set up groups that that particularly are interested in the rural areas. And when we heard that there was a lot of killings, displacement, harassment, false arrest, Mm -hmm. We organised a group um, with some people from overseas to go down to talk to victims and document what's going on so that we can actually, you're not just saying this shouldn't be happening, you've got actual details of people's lives and how they're being affected by uh, the harassments that are going on, the injustice, to try and bring it to the the public and get Mm -hmm. public support for uh, writing the injustices that are going on. Mm.
0: Um, A lot of people um, don't realise that there are, um, yeah, a lot of people displaced internally with different countries, Mm -hmm. um, and that a lot of people are seeking asylum um, were firstly internally displaced, and um, Sister Pat, do you think it's important to look at this issue, and why? And in the case of the Philippines, how do you think it should be addressed?
1: Yeah, I mean... If you look at why people are internally displaced or seeking refugee status at present, it's usually because of war, Mm -hmm. and often war that's happening because of outside interference. You know, like outside interests have have come in, and I I think that's the same in the Philippines also. There are countries like America Mm -hmm. that have uh, economic, Geopolitical interests there. The Philippines is seen as a stepping point for China, yeah. and you know China's the big threat at present. So mm-hmm. the, I think this this is what happens that um, that the interests of other countries sometimes co- coincide with the interests of the rich, usually yeah. in in the other country, and it and so it there causes an oppressive situation where. Land is taken for various reasons, whether it's economic ge- whether geologi- geographical you know mm-hmm. and this is what's causing the the um displacement of the people and i mean some and aid sometimes you know they pretend it's aid yeah. for the people, but it's not aid for the people at all it it's it's um it's for the interest of usually the giving country mm-hmm. and also for the again g ge- Geopolitical, economic interests mm-hmm. in the region, mm.
0: and um, being internally displaced means um, the dispossession of one's home or land. Do you think this is also happening in Australia? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's. Um, I mean, in Australia, it certainly systematically happened with yeah. with colonisation, and yeah. and I, you'll talk to. I was at a meeting the other day, and and it's an Aboriginal pastor, and he his tribe doesn't have their land anymore, and they don't know their yeah. language anymore. So there was a, this mass systematic displacement yeah. here. Um, there's a struggle now for the Aboriginals people here to, to gain get the lands they've still got. And I, I think mm-hmm. the statement from the heart that come here that you know that they should be having a, a say in the political. Mm-hmm. Uh, the politics, the parliament here are all part of that uh, trying to reclaim both uh, what's been taken from them and also to see how they can live to get benefits now from mm-hmm. how they are now I think, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And how do you um, and um, do you think it's important to talk about this um, situation at the moment with everybody?
1: Well, I I think in in terms, and especially in Australia now, in terms of the refugee situation, I mean, we've had that dreadful uh, charade in Parliament over the last little while about bringing, allowing people to come here, the the ones on Manus Mm -hmm. and Nauru, to come here for medical reasons, and now Mm -hmm. they're talking about sending them to Christmas Island which doesn't have medical... But the whole inhumanity of it, you know, most of those have been declared refugees, Mm. basically because there's war, Mm -hmm. oppression in their country. Mm. They have a right to be settled under international law, and what are we doing? Treating them as though they're not human. You know, we Mm. talk about them as refugees. They're men on the whole, at this stage of the peace. who've got families, who've got hopes, who've got dreams, and uh, I think it's just a scandal Mm -hmm. that... We are t- talking about this border thing, you know. Whereas mm-hmm. these people are just looking for somewhere yeah, to, to live, know. and would much rather be back in their own countries, mm-hmm. you know, in their own culture, with their own language, with their own foods, with their families. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's not by choice that they've done this, and then we mm-hmm. treat them like um, worse than criminals, really. Mm-hmm and so I think it's a big issue now and I think we have to look at okay, you bring them here you know, the mainland for medical treatment but why are they sick? Mm -hmm. Because they're in places where they've got no hope Mm -hmm. in places where they've got no treatment and we're going to send them back so Mm -hmm. I think it's a a real issue and it's an international issue and it's basically because if you look all around now the world people are starting to close in, you know Yeah but the economic system is exploiting them all at the mm-hmm. same time, so I think um, if we become aware of the situation of people in like the Philippines, you become yeah. more compassionate
0: to the others I think too mm-hmm. um, and so sister Pat with that what what can you what message can you send to the Australian public and what can we do um, in <laughs> I guess solidarity with yeah. the people um, that are seeking asylum yeah. in the Australia and also the Philippines.
1: I I think we have to uh, become more concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, stop be, be ready to accept others and be open that our actions of our actions of our government affect others, like the Philippines. You know, if we're sending medi- um, military aid there. Mm-hmm. to an to a, um, oppressive regime mm-hmm. that affects others. So I think people need to become more conscious, more concerned, and take more responsibility for government actions because, you know, it's our country. It's not, it doesn't belong to just a few people sitting in Parliament. So um, I think there was a thing not in my name, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we have to say I, don't, I won't have them doing that in my name. I want justice for all. I want peace for all.
0: Um, thank you for um, talking to us today, Sister Pat Um, yeah, that's all that we have for today Um, um, yeah, do you have any last messages for our listeners? (laughs) I don't think (laughs) (laughs) just uh, I hope everybody gets involved yeah Yeah. thank you so much for talking with us today it was great talking to you thank you You've just heard our interview with Sister Patricia Fox. You are currently listening to Refugee Radio on your 3CR A55 on your AM dial 3CR digital in www.3cr.org.au. Now, on to announcements for some of the upcoming events and campaigns upcoming events and actions today at 1 to 4 pm there is a puppet bird making workshop to create a flock of birds to fly at the walk for justice for refugees on palm sunday this year this will be at the west footscray neighborhood house on the 20th of february at 7 pm there will be a film fundraiser called border politics at the anmf branch please check out the refugee action collective Facebook page for ticket information. On the 14th of April is the Palm Sunday Rally Walk for for Refugees here in Melbourne in front of the State Library of Victoria from 2 to 5 p.m. Please register in their Facebook page event. There is also a current campaign called Back the Bill where you can call the MPs to ask them to transfer critically sick people of Manus and Nauru to Australia. You can search hashtag backthebill and it will take you to the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre website. Listeners, in today's refugee radio program, we heard the song Iron Sky by Paolo Nutini from the album Caustic Love and the song It's Not Too Late by Archie Roach from the album Let Love Rule. We also played an interview with Sister Patricia Fox, an Australian missionary in the Philippines um, and a member of the Philippine-Australia Solidarity Association to talk about the internally displaced people. That's all we have time for now. Um, Thank you for listening to Refugee Radio and I hope you tune in again next week to 3CR 855 on your AM dial, 3CR digital and www.3cr.org.au. To take us out, we'll be playing um, community service announcements. Um, Thank you once again.